Hello, everyone. It is I, your host, Alexander Myers, on this edition Sunday Talk with me, Alexander Myers. I also want to wish everybody a happy 4th of July and a safe one as well. Um, if you have pets, please keep them inside. Uh, I read something the other day that says the 4th Fourth of July is the most days that animals go missing. And I've been seeing that in my been hearing about in my area about animals just getting scared and, and running. So just remember especially to keep your pets inside. Keep an eye on your indoor cats because you know they get scared like my kitty. Sometimes a big noise scares it. His first instinct is to run. So I make sure this time of year that he doesn't go outside, but I make sure that he's in the house. I'm, I'm a little bit ODD on that one. Because he's fast. And I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose my cat. I'd be very, very upset about that. But that's what I do. Um, you know, if you have dogs, I'd recommend, you know, this, you know, until fireworks is over, depending on your area. I just, even in your own yard, I put them on a leash and let them do their business. Because you just don't know when that person is going to set off a big boom. So anyway, that's how I feel about fireworks. Um, I mean, just protect your pets because this is a very special, this is very scary for animals and also people who have, who are sensitive to noise like I am. This is not a, this is not an easy weekend for me. You know, and people like soldiers who come back from war. I mean, just be respectful. If you're shooting off fireworks around people, just be respectful. And obey and obey your ordinances and, and, and the laws in your area about fireworks. So, so anyway, but, but remember, the reason why we're celebrating is, is the, the creation of the United States of America, Independence Day. That's another thing I want to talk about. I know right now a lot of people, this is a very, I don't like the word divided, but people are just pulverized by politics, regardless whether you're Republican or Democrat or independent. Regardless of how you feel about what's happening in the country, or your politics or your views. This is a good reminder to take some time and read the Constitution for yourself. I don't care what anybody else says, but read it for yourself. I don't care if you've read it in school, whatever. This is a really good time just to get the book from Amazon. And they haven't, you know, Amazon has it, I think, on their Kindle program for free or for a dollar. And download it and just read it. Look at it and, and read what the founding fathers wanted for America. 
I, you know, this is our history. And really, and really look at it and, you know, just read it. There, there's no harm in it, you know, regardless of how your political views, views are. Just, you know, just read the Constitution. Read the federal papers. Uh, I've been reading the federal papers, and it's quite interesting about the controversy in how the country was developing. What the founding fathers was going going through. Now, I'm not here to debate about all the current stuff that's being debated. You know, my my father taught me to read, taught me this is look, look at the information for yourself. Don't believe everything you hear or see or read. Uh, I heard that constantly growing up. I, I heard that constantly drained in my head. That was one of the things that was put in my head. And so that's just where I'm coming from. I'm not, I try to stay away from politics about this stuff, but since it's 4th of July, I just really want to encourage people, regardless of your political, where you're at in, in politics or political, just read it and then decide for yourself. Uh, that's one of the things I'm going to be looking at again is, is is looking at the Constitution and and read the federal papers this weekend again. I, I feel it's important. I feel it's important to know our history, not the history that you know we were taught in school, but history—the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, there were some things we we did that the American government did that was not pretty and it was not great. You, it's just, you know, it, you know, it's just one of those things. It's just, we need to learn so we don't, we need to learn history so we don't repeat the same mistakes over again. And and that's all I'm going to say about that. So let's go to the next segment. And I am going to talk about Superman and Lois. Alrighty, alrighty, let's talk about Superman and Lois from the last episode. Now, a reminder, new episodes return on July 13th on the CW Network and the next day on the app. So we have to wait another week to see what happens. Now, if you have not watched the last episode, please do so. And then come back and listen to this podcast because I'm going to be talking about some spoilers. Oh my goodness, my goodness. There's just so much stuff. Anyway. 
Now, during the flashback of Memory Lane, when Clark was relieving his memories, how he became Superman, how it all started, which was great. I found that really interesting because it was some time and how long he stayed away from home. I thought that was that was cool and how he met Lois. I mean, I thought those were interesting, which gave more on more Clark's development character, how he felt, what he had to do to become Superman. Um, I love the thing that his mother had a dream, him flying as a man, and she made him a suit. That was... That that was really a nice that was really a nice touch. Um, I liked it how they showed his emotion after Lana got engaged to Kyle because he had been gone for a long time, and how his mother explained to him that he'd been gone for a long time, and people just moved on with their lives, in which she was correct, and how he handled it, and that was used. And that was used to set him to Metropolis and where he met Lois Lane and became Superman. I also like the scene where, Lo where when Superman came on the scene, she was not a fan of him because he was taking the spotlight away from other issues what was going on in Metropolis. I liked how Clark responded it and how he helped her. I thought that was some really great how does how does we got to see how the relationship developed within a few minutes. I mean now those were really powerful and touching scenes. You know, that was really you know, that was really great. I really I really enjoyed that to see how they started to bond. And how much Clark respected Lois Lane. Um, one of the, I, one of the things one of the scenes I thought was funny is when Lois was interviewing Superman, and they she had problems with her mic, and so she they walked away, and then her producer was talking to her. And she was talking about that Superman was like really into her and flirting with her and that she didn't care because she wanted, she was in love with Clark and how much he heard that and how, <laughs> I just thought that was a funny and creative scene and, and how they handled that. That was, that was really cool. I, I really, I really enjoyed that scene. That was fun. Another thing I liked was when Clark saved Lois for the first time. He intervened and, and saved her from the flame, from the guy shooting off flames. I, I thought that was really cool. And how he, you know, how he was saving them. People in the neighborhood. 
And while he was busy, Lois took Lois went up to him and had a taser and <laughs> tased him in the neck. <laughs> I was like, this is one reason why I it was just another reason why I really like Lois Lane. I like this version of Lois Lane because she's not sitting there waiting to be rescued. She's helping out where she can. She's not letting she's not letting Clark overshadow her, which they've talked about it up until this point a little bit. She's talked to her son with Jonathan about it. But, I mean, I this is what I like about, you know, Lois. Like, she's just, she's gritty. She gets the job done when she needs it. And, and it's looking, unfortunately, she's going to need those skill sets to save Clark from Morgue. But before I go into that, when they were having, you know, when when Clark was reliving his moments on Earth and through Lois, and then they got married, I, that, that was another beautiful scene, was he revealed himself to her, and then the time snap of that, and it was about around Christmas. I, I loved the scene where they were in the elevator together at the at the paper and she the other doors close and she hugs and gives him a passionate kiss i mean that was great i mean i i was i just thought that was nice and then they get married and then they and she gets pregnant so then like, did anybody notice when the twins were born now i watched the episode twice I watched it when it aired on the CW network over TV, and then I watched it on the app to watch the extended stuff. So they added on the extended version, they added a little bit more, which made sense in some areas. So, but I don't remember. I think it was in the the extended ver the extended one on the app when this when when the twins were being born. It was Jordan that was first, and then Jonathan. I always thought that was interesting. Now, I've always, I've always thought, now, I don't know if anybody else has think this way too, but I've always thought that Jonathan was born first, then Jordan. That was my impression because the way Jordan acts, how he's protective of his brother as well. And so is Jordan. Jordan's protective of his brother as well. But I know some of that was because of the issues that Jordan dealt with growing up and being bullied at school. I think Jonathan had learned just to be protected of his brother. But I always had the impression that it was Jonathan born first, then Jordan. Uh, 
So I was very surprised that Jordan was born first. So, which makes it interesting about the powers. Well, Jordan looks younger. Well, we know from, you know, we've known from remarks that Lana and some of the other people of Smallville who knew Clark talked about Clark has really never aged. Or he's aged, but is not. He always looks still very young. And that's because he's Kryptonian. And he doesn't, he doesn't age very, very fast. So we know now that Jordan and is half, you know, well, both sons are, are half Kryptonian, but we know that Jordan is taking after more of his dad. And so he looks, so he's got, he looks younger as well. And the way they're saying it now, Jonathan is more, you know, he's going after his mom, his mom. That's the way they're playing it. Well, there's not true. Because there's been some foreshadowing about Jonathan. Now, I remember when Jonathan and Jordan went to save Clark from, uh, from, from Captain Luther, which we know now that's iron. John Henry Irons, that Jonathan saving his brother and his dad picked up that hammer and swinged it, and he, his arm was hurt. And remember, he still had that hurt arm. And someone mentioned on Facebook in the comments talking about wondering if Jonathan's powers are related to the activate when his adrenaline gets up. And I thought about that comment and I was like, that's really interesting because I remember that scene when he saved his dad and his brother in, in that episode. And I'm just wondering if that person was onto something about that because I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking that's a very good possibility. I mean, we haven't seen it anymore after that, but I'm just, I'm just kind of wondering. And also, since now we know that Jordan is firstborn, it would make more sense that his powers would first activate, or, you know, well, I will not say activate, but would first develop a little bit before Jonathan's. I, I, do have a, I do have a thing. I think Jonathan does have some sort of ability, and it hasn't came out just yet. Not, not sure about that, but another thing. You know, thinking about it, I'm sitting here thinking about it, too. Jordan was the one back in the pilot episode when they found the spaceship. Jordan was the one that touched the ship and touched the crystal in the spaceship. I, I thought that was I, I thought that was interesting and, and Jonathan didn't touch it. It was also Jordan who saves his brother. 
so which this is starting to explain things that Jordan is firstborn. So that was that was a very interesting tidbit that was kind of lost. It that's like a little Easter egg that was found anyway. I I thought that was very very interesting. It may, makes me wonder what if Jonathan is going to develop any powers, and it also what makes me wonder too if if it's a possibility that Jordan will be actually become maybe fully Kryptonian, maybe just be partially human. Um, you know, just just thinking. So anyway, I was thinking about that. You know, anyway, I also liked, I liked it too when Clark was catching on that there was something wrong about his memories when he had the flashback with his Kryptonian father warning him to leave the fortress of solitude. And he wakes up and then he he's kept seeing these flashes. It was really it was like really good. And then he finally wakes up and realizes that and he wakes up and realizes that Morgan Edge followed him to to the Fortress of Solitude and they fight. Um you know, now he's now threatening Lois and his children. And I thought one of the saddest moments is when when Morgan Edge destroyed the crystal that destroyed his father's soul or I don't know, I don't know, essence. I would call it more of an essence. Um, you know, his last words is he told his son that he loved him. Um, I just thought that was very sad. And I'm sitting here thinking about I want to start crying. You know, that was very emotional. And then he threatens Lois and his sons. And then Mortgage Edge flies over and says that he's going, you know, and then Morgan threatens to, to kill Lois and the children. And then Jordan stands up. to him and tries I, I thought that was you know Jordan you know is trying to protect his family you know stepping in and, and using his powers to protect him from from Morgan Edge which I thought that was pretty good you know and then out of the blue here comes you know, Superman to save all of them, save Lois. You know, and then Clark makes that deal with Edge to protect his family, which I thought that was just one of the, you know, the most scary and painful episodes to watch so far was, was that. Um, that was really, but there's another thing too, in that episode that it wasn't on the CW, it was on the extended version that 
they had a little bit of a conversation. Now, I tried to listen to that as much as possible. I have to go back and listen to it again. But I do believe that Clark told Lois to call John Henry Irons. And I think he's doing all this to buy time to make a plan. So, now he told Morgan Edge that he would submit. Another thing too was really, was for, there was another foreshadowing moment before I jump into the other thing I was gonna discuss, is that he told Lois and the boys that the man he knew will be gone. He will be no more. And so, so Morgan Edge took, took him to his fortress of solitude. Well, you know, his fortress, you know, and then if you watch the episode, then you know that they use Eradicator on him, which I am not surprised that they did that. As I said in my last episode, I talked about Superman and Lois that, that I did believe that the replicator was going to be used, and it was. So I've been thinking about this. This is why I haven't really, last week I didn't really do one because I've been thinking about thinking about this. Because there's a lot of information in this episode. Now, they wanted him to submit. Now, he said he'd submit. To do that. So my question is, did Clark really change? Now I know they've been foreshadowing it, but they wanted him to submit by his own free will. Now they keep saying that. And he said he'd submit. But then he sounds like he like I said, I have to rewatch that scene again. So I'm kind of wondering if Clark is doing this to buy his family enough time to stop Morgan Edge. And that since he didn't he didn't submit out of his own free will, I wonder if the eradicator really worked. And here's another thing I was thinking about. In the episode where Lana becomes the host for Clark, for you know, Clark's mother, his mother from from Krypton, they talked about Krypton and that weapon. And I'm wondering if he knows something about that weapon that Morgan Edge and his Kryptonian father don't know. Now, I just what I'm wondering because because you also know good and well that Morgan Edge is not going to keep his word that he is going to stop Lois Lane and, and the boys because they're the only ones that can truly, really stop him. So you, you know the fight's coming. But I guess we'll find out in the next episode on July the 13th. You know, July 13th. So, you know, I just, just don't know. You know... And then that scene when after they left and after, you know, Clark eyes turns red 
they also showed Morgan Angel watching all this too, and I'm just wondering now what he's thinking because he always talked about one thing. He he mentioned he was on a mission for his father to reveal Krypton, and he also wanted a brother. He was tired of being alone. That was one thing that when I watched it again, I noticed about his storyline that he did not he did not like to be the only Kryptonian on planet Earth, which I got. That he always wanted a brother. And how his father told him that he didn't need anybody that, you know, he was enough. So I'm wondering, you know, his, you know, as, as, you know, Clark told them, you know, their mother always thought that was good in him. You know, Clark's like, I'm not seeing it, but you know, you know, our mother thought she still believed in you. Was his last words before the change. Um, you know, what I another powerful moment is when, you know, Lois walks back into the house and she calls John Henry Irons and says that she believed that Superman has been changed. I I thought that was the most powerful scene and the look on her face it was just like oh my goodness things are about going to happen in the next few episodes so we shall see anyway so before I let you all go one thing I was reading in the comments on Facebook people winning Kara to come save Superman. What about Carr and, you know, John the Martian? Sorry, folks. How much I love Supergirl and would love them to show up and save the day. And that ain't gonna happen. I'd love it for it to happen, but it ain't gonna happen, and I'll tell you why. This is the first season. Superman needs, they need to stand on their own two feet. Before they start bringing in other characters. Because I remember they did this in Supergirl. When they brought in Superman. They did bring in Superman. Now and then. But we didn't get to see Superman until what? what second season? Third season? I don't remember exactly. But. You know that was one of the things. They, they didn't bring him until after. Supergirl had established herself. As a superhero. And this is the exact thing that they're doing. Even though you know we know. But. This is the first season. It would not be looking good to do to to do that just yet. Um. So yeah, that that's not going to happen, and especially with living in the world with COVID. I don't think they're doing any crossovers right now. And another thing too. This is also another reason why this wouldn't work. This is a different Lois and Clark. This is a different Lois and Clark from the version, you know, from the characters that we saw in Supergirl. If you watch Supergirl like I do, they're different. And I remember in season five that Lois and Clark got engaged and Lois became pregnant and then they went off. Lois and Clark Lois and Clark went off to Argos so Lois can have the baby. 
because she could not have the baby on earth. And they went off to that way. And that's how they left it. Now remember, and now this version of Lois and Clark, Lois had the twins on earth. And also when the show started, it's about like 10 years later, you know, I want to say about 10, but so many years later in the future, I forget how, how so they were about 14, 15. So it was like, you know, like about 10 or 15 years into the time, you know, about, I would say about 15, about between, yeah, around 15, a little less, a little more. So, you know, so that's different. So this is a completely different Lois, Lois and Clark. And then they're also living in their own universe because they even made a statement in one of the episodes that there's so many timelines, parallel worlds in the universe, multi-universe, different characters. You know, can we see Kara? In a future date, it might be a different Kara. It could be, it could, you know, the role of Kara could be, could, could be a boy. Or Kara could come as a young girl later on in the thing and they have to raise her. That's another thing. There, there, there's so many different possibilities with, with having a different Kara. If, if they're going to even do that. You know, I I don't look I don't look for you know, I I don't look for them to have any crossovers in the season finale. I you know I think it's going to be a showdown and John Henry Irons is going to come back. He's going to come back in next week's episode and they're going to start working to save Superman. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. To see if he actually did change or he did change and he's now hoping, relying on Lois. Because they've always foreshadowed it, Lois saving Superman throughout the season. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen. She's going to confront him and he's going to come back to her. It's going to be quite scary, but that's what I, I, I think that's what they're going to do. I mean, this show has been keeping me on my toes about different things. And I've been right about some things and wrong about some. But then they've carried out some of my theories in a different way, which is great. But I like the show. I enjoy the show. So we'll see. You know, it's also possible, too, that they may carry, carry this over into season two. I hope they don't, but they might do that. Anyway. But it's been, you know, just have to wait. So, anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about. And I hope you enjoy your fourth your 4th of July, and I will see you next time on next week's episode. Toodles!
Well, thank you everybody for listening to today's podcast. I do very much appreciate it. Uh, please remember to, if you enjoyed any of my podcasts, please, please share it on your f- favorite social media platform. Also, you can follow me on my website, alexandermars.com, also on Facebook and Twitter for the latest updates, what's going on with me during the week. Now remember, spend spend time with the ones you love, and have a great week, everyone. Toodles! Thank you.